Hey guys, it's Edge Martinez. They call me the voice of New York. And 50 years ago, hip hop started right here in New York City. And we're celebrating the five boroughs all year long. Check out nyctourism.com forward slash hip hop for cultural stories, events, interviews, and more. nyctourism.com forward slash hip hop. Greetings, everyone. How is it going? This is the Go Along Podcast. I'm Tyler Dunn here with Jim Monas. And originally we were planning on uh, maybe not doing a podcast, but t- consuming this Bills Patriots game at Hamburg Brewing Company. So sorry we didn't get to see folks there live. Uh, but we're here now doing a podcast. And I guess if we did do it live there, Jim, uh, our, our buddy uh, Johnny Russo, he might have had to break out the moonshine or... I don't know, like whatever alcohol was consumed in the thirties and the forties uh, to really do that game justice, because I mean, that was an embarrassment. I, I don't really know what else to call it. It was an abomination. It, it set the game back. If if you're the Buffalo bills and, and you're playing professional football and you know, the team across the line of scrimmage is going to run the football every single time. I mean, Mac Jones, for those who, have been under a rock the last 24 to 48 hours through three passes. They ran the ball 46 times uh, for 225 yards. Well, we're not going to count those Mac Jones kneel down. So yeah, it was a, it was a beat down. Uh, Bill Belichick just reminding everyone he'll find a way with what he has. I, I, I think I know the answer to this, Jim, but is your takeaway more so Belichick, Patriots, they're still here, or what the hell is wrong with you, Buffalo, that you you can't beat this team that's clearly running every play? I think a lot of people know where I stand. I mean, we wrote it a couple weeks ago that this is a, a soft team for many different reasons. I think we saw it there on Monday night. Yeah, I, I'm with you a little bit. I don't. I'm speechless. You know, I bet on the Bills tonight. I, I thought this was a great spot for them to, you know, if they're, if they're a real team, we talk about football starts after Thanksgiving. It's time to get this thing in gear. Hey, you've been embarrassed by Jacksonville. You've been embarrassed against tennis or Indianapolis. Let's see what you got. This takes it to a whole other level. I, I'm sorry, but to not be able to have any clue how to, that was, I, I, I just can't believe what I just watched. I mean, they literally had no threat of stopping a pass, and they could not beat that team. I, I don't know what to say. Now, I do think the drops, there's some, you know, the Dawson Knox drops, that, that those hurt. I mean, we can go back and, and evaluate that. But let's just talk about how do you get – how do you not get off the field? How can you not stop the Patriots? How do you not figure that out? If you are Sean McDermott, Leslie Frazier, 
I mean, come on. How much credit do they get for being incredible defensive minds? Trey White doesn't play. Who cares, right? Didn't need a secondary tonight. We could have played the secondary tonight. Like, <laughs> they needed to stop the run. Now, I do think there were some horrible fits by the linebackers, confusion. Um, I saw some, you know, replacing each other, not taking gaps and replacing each other. Um, number 53, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, um, he was, I, he, a couple times, I thought he took some bad, bad fits right. where he was following up Edmonds from behind and Milano, where I thought this may have been his place to make Poyer with the port, you know, missed tackle that one time too, but. Sorry, I didn't want to, Tyrell Dodson. Dodson, I was wrong. Sorry, I was just, I'm so angry right now. That that was, I just can't get over. That's the best the Bills can do on defense. They can't figure that. I mean, I think, like, think if you're the Patriot coaches right now. That's a coach's win. I mean, that was a game plan. That was a plan. Hey, we know we're getting bad weather. Guess what? We're not even going to throw. Make them stop us. Trap after trap after trap after trap. I just can't get over. I, There's I'm a reason shocked. you don't see this in professional football, right? I mean, this doesn't work. Tyler, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I, I, I mean, the, I mean, think about his one completion was a pathetic throw. I mean, it was a great, great catch by Jonu Smith. I mean, I don't, I, I can't believe what we just watched. Now I want to get into that last, that last red zone. The, the, that, that bothered me by josh allen the drive down there is like okay this is why you pay him right here we go josh win the game it's 14 10 take us down the field he's doing it there's the run he makes the big run that he does all the time the back shoulder throw to stefan diggs should have been a touchdown on first yes. that was a horrible horrible you get the one-on-one that is a aaron Rodgers does that 50 times a game in his with his eyes closed you've got to make that throw the last play completely whiffed on the read should have hit Beasley forces it back the other post Beasley was wide open now the other play when he scrambled around Diggs was wide open too but that I don't want to kill him on that because maybe the scramble got the pressure got to him too, too plays soon. into that you know finesse being but a finesse team you can't I, hold up agreed again to give him that split no, no. second to find Stephon no Diggs yep he's and the so primary I'm, read I'm, on that play Oh, he was there. I mean, it was, it was a great design. I mean, so I'm, I can't kill that. You know, those plays need to be complete. That back shoulder, that should have been a touchdown. That was a great route by Diggs. He was there. Just put it on him. I, I'm just in shock. I really was like, this will be, Josh will do this. This will make his, he'll put his stamp on, you know, this is the game you'll remember forever. That, that crazy game when the Patriots didn't throw. <laughs> we got the ball at the end. Josh takes us down the field and wins the game. So when you're watching this now, game, Jim, and you're oh, we were you, go ahead, go ahead. And uh, I mean, I only had one beer during the game. I'm I'm, I'm surprised that the the hopping stance was able to sustain me for for the entire game. I I'm, I'm guessing you what you had four or five to to get through. I you know what I slowed down because I was getting a little angry at the end, and then okay, you know. I was excited for this game tonight. I was really thinking this. Yeah, is I was. Be... I was jacked up for it too. I mean, this is. I was one of the biggest. Yeah. Regular season games in Bills history, no question. But there's a reason. I, I mean, going to these Thanksgiving dinners with family, and you know, I I work at Spot Coffee in Hamburg a lot. Like you can just feel it, and and in those in those uh, you know small talk conversations that you have with semi strangers and in public, and then 
with the people you love the most in life. It doesn't matter. Everybody was, was scared of this, the gloom, the doom, the here we go again. This is the team that's tormented the bills for two decades. And it, you could see the bad matchups. I think the average fan could see the bad matchups across the board that the Patriots are this violent physical team. The bills are not, if the bills are going to win, they're going to have to throw it all over the place. As that game crept closer and closer and closer, everybody realized the weather was going to be shit <laughs> at our at our house here in uh, Boston, New York. Not Massachusetts, Boston, New York. I mean, stuff was just flying all over the place. Like we've got a, a gutter drain, whatever you want to call it, downspout. It's like 15 feet long. It was in the middle of our yard, like 30, 40 yards away, twice, twice. So it was. It, yeah, you could just those, feel yeah. it building as the game got closer and closer. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that you're right. It, it was a big game, but it was almost like people were excited, but I think people were dreading it as well. They're excited because of that, that, that feeling of dread. And a question for you, yeah. right, exactly. Like whole, like we've, we've been here before. I mean, you ran the bills with Doug Whaley operating and overseeing that emotion with the fan base. I mean, everybody has been dying for a winner. They get one. The Super Bowl's next step with this team. But anyways, I'm sorry, I'm rambling. My question for you, when you sit down with Sean McDermott for that interview, I mean, we brought it up a few times. You get him the interview to be the head coach for the Buffalo Bills. You push for him to be hired, but you're sitting down with him. Do you think he ever imagined that in this spot, in a defining game for him, this is a defining game for Sean McDermott. It really is. You got to get past Bill Belichick. And in, in, in this game, with people like myself, it's not just me. A lot of people are, are writing this off. Not writing off, but labeling, I should say, this as a soft, Ooh. finesse team. And mm-hmm. he's a defensive coach. Do you think he ever imagined in a million years that in this kind of game that his defense would just get ran over like it was? No. When you know no. it's coming and That's- you can't stop it? No, and how many times have we talked about this, though, this year? This isn't the first time. So, you know, I think sometimes I was like, okay, they caught him off guard, whatever game it was. You know, every game, I feel like I, I'm talking about myself personally because I was a believer in this team, and I think I was making excuses for them, like, oh, you know what, tough, you know, tough one, tough one. Tough. It happens, it happens. I, this is enough. I mean, that was that – was, now, does McDermott turn around and say um, – we only gave up 14 points. Shouldn't we win any game with, with the greatest quarterback ever? And, and can't we score more than 14 points? Right. With the second right. highest paid quarterback in the league. I mean, I mean Dayball is an easy scapegoat. If the, if the, if the season goes off the rails, will he fire Dayball? I don't think I, I don't. Maybe he'll just keep happening. benching Isaiah McKenzie, right? Like this. Well, that, the, right. That was scapegoat one for sure. Um, then Singletary, Breda got benched tonight for Moss. Um, which fine because Moss was running hard and, and, but I I'm just kind of in shock that to think that I just would love to be with the Patriots right now. I would love to know what Belichick and McDaniel, I wonder how hard they're laughing. Like, I, I think you stay up all night and you can't stop laughing. Like we literally just won an NFL football game and didn't throw a pass. Like I don't even count the crap they threw. That was great. The Mannings, I was watching the Manning cast because I, I love it. They made a great point in the fourth quarter when he did throw those. That was a strange time for them to throw the ball. Yeah. 
It made no sense. It did not. That's when they wanted to work the clock. He keep the clock moving at that point. Like, what? Would, I couldn't believe it. Didn't even make sense that they were throwing that. Yeah. So we didn't learn anything about Mac Jones. I was really hoping we could learn something about him. We learned nothing. Um, I mean, maybe him. was he just? Is he incapable of throwing the ball in those? Conditions I mean, he doesn't completely? have. Like, he doesn't have a great arm, I and mean, we know that. But I don't. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. That that game. I mean, that game plan was. Or I can't imagine it. Did it change where they were like, "Hey, just keep running it," you know? Don't worry but, about it. I, I don't know. I mean, it's been a while. But when you're sitting down there I with Sean, like with that interview, oh. I imagine he's talking about his wrestling days. He's talking about being a badass. He's talking about punching teams in the mouth. And like, it was and and, and what and kind of stuff look, was he saying? Belichick respects Sean. Um, that was a big thing for Terry too. Terry received a call after that hire um, from Belichick. That, it, that that made Terry feel good. Belichick paid attention to that hire because of Andy Reid, that, that whole Belichick respects Reid. So that goes way back. Um, and I saw the way after the game, Belichick went to Josh Allen and had a little talk. Belichick doesn't do that often. He was saying some really nice things to Josh Allen. Um, a lot of respect there. Obviously, they're going to see each other again soon. Um, so I think Belichick respects the job Sean has done. He knows that's a, that's a good foot. He knows the Bills are a really good football team. But he also just put them in their place. You know, that that had to feel really good. And and Sean, you got to get ready for Tampa now. How do you get this out of your head? You're going to go down in history. This is going to, I mean, this is historic. I mean, this is going to be talked about when the, the Bills lost at home to a team that didn't throw the football in this year, this day and age. And I will say this, Josh seemed to throw the ball pretty well. I mean, his throws were pretty impressive. You know, I had texted you a little bit. I'm like, this guy's amazing right now. To make these throws in the in that, those conditions like that, he was throwing darts. Until that last drive, he, was, he had a great game. Well, really- and that's – there I said, he was – yeah, he wasn't the issue until they really needed him. And, and those last plays were very disappointing to me. That – those you – you've got to make those throws. So he can't, he has to own up to that too. You can't blame it all on, you know, we couldn't stop the run. I mean, you got to make those throws. So it, it's a combination right now. And Josh has let them, you know, I don't, I don't want to say he's let them down, but in the big games this year, the Tennessee, the Indianapolis, you know. He has. Look, you're paying him been, to rise he, up in that moment. That, that's kind of what I'm saying. You know, this is, throw it all aside, that last drive was, this is why we have you. This is why, Josh, you are the guy. This is why we pay you. This is why the yeah. great ones do. I, I'm, I'm really, I am kind of like, I'm pissed off. I'm shocked because I, I, I'm pissed at myself for thinking that, I don't know. I just really thought they were going to win that game tonight. You know, it, I'm really glad that you're, you're honing in on, on that last drive because I, I think it's easy uh, for fans to, and, and I mean, you can, you can mold the take any way you want. I mean, you can talk right. yourself into Josh Allen having this this great game given the conditions. Right. It was what 50, 55 mile per hour winds. It's it's insane conditions. And yeah, he drop passes. Dawson Knox. Uh, that's got us. I mean, we that records that records broke with him. I mean, it's we've done that before with him. Um, yeah. But go ahead. But sorry, you, know, I just... you, you can definitely make that case. I mean, and up until that last drive, right. it's like, man, he's. Given all these factors, like this, this is maybe one of the best games he's had this season against Bill Belichick. Yeah, but 
this is why you gave him that contract. This is why he's Josh Allen. And, and really, when I tried to wrap my head around this game, you know, the last couple weeks, because they played the JV team for the Saints uh, Thanksgiving week. <laughs> they did. They did. But it was they like, th- this is a, a, a defensive front that isn't going to stop anybody. An offensive line that isn't going to push anybody around. A head coach that you don't know if he's going to be kicking field goals when he absolutely should not be kicking field goals and vice versa. The timeouts, the timeouts were poor. Game management is questionable. But you yeah, had Josh was- Allen, right? You had you had this freak of a quarterback that could just take all of that, crinkle it up, and throw it out the window because he's that talented. And on that drive, if he makes one of those throws, that's what we're talking about right now. We're talking about hey, the Bills had Josh Allen, the Patriots didn't. I, what what a joke I really thought, that they that they yeah, had an offense that threw the ball I, three times. I was sitting there thinking, you know, through the whole night, how okay, everybody's talking on the tech. This is embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing. I was thinking to myself, they're gonna Bills are gonna score, win this game, and the Patriots are gonna go down as the team that was embarrassed. That they this is you you didn't even try to throw a pass in an NFL game and thought you could win. I, I thought it was going to get switched. Cause it just like, this is Josh's moment. This is going to be it. And now you got to get ready for Tampa. Man. And I, as we record this, um, excuse me, Sean McDermott, the players are talking and it, it doesn't really, doesn't really seem like they're saying much, right? Uh, it's, it's kind of the same old line. Yeah. Gonna get a fix. Yeah. Going to look at the tape. Maybe we are a physical yeah, football yeah. team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, It's Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde aren't in the mood for any quote unquote disrespectful questions. They're getting trampled by 220 yards. Like at some point, I think it starts with McDermott too. Like messaging matters, taking charge matters. Like don't, I mean, I've I've heard, you know, privately, he's the same guy you see publicly. It's, I don't know. I, I I get it. Maybe 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 this isn't the movies. I know the fire and brimstone speeches. I'm not looking for that. But <laughs> no. you want a little motion. You want you want your head coach to bleed. He, you you want you want you want them to be pissed off. I, I think fans have a right to be pissed off by not seeing the Bills pissed off oh, after getting I'm rolled over again. I'm with you. Yeah, and, and you're all of a sudden this AFC is. I mean, it's completely. They're going to be fighting to make the playoffs right now. Um, did you notice how Sean animated Sean was with the officials in the first half, how he was, I couldn't tell. He was really arguing. It looked like he was fighting for it. He was trying to say, I think that the Patriots were having illegal formations. I could read his lips and it looked like he said something about illegal formation, almost like we could stop this, but they're cheating. Like you, they, they can't line up like that. And that's why they're allowed. That's why they're getting these angles on these blocks and blah, blah, blah. I, it almost looked like he was begging for help from the officials. And I'm like, and that's a loser's on, mentality like, to me. I, 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 it, the timeouts were, were used poorly in the second half. They, they, they didn't use those correctly at all. Is there a quarterback um, that's worse with managing the free play than Josh Allen recently too? Never. And you can't just, I mean, I mean, I get you try to assume it's like the that fourth it's going to be time. Called, you didn't really know what was going on with that. You have to have awareness that it actually got called. You can't just think it, it should have been called and put your hands up. And then he took that sack. Like you can't, you can't take that sack either. Like on the, it's, 
I he they're all he's at fault too. I mean, he is. This is a team that becomes unhinged, right? And that goes back to what we wrote that they have been front runners. If the getting's good, they'll put their foot on your throat and they'll win by 30, like they did the last couple months last year. It really is amazing. If they get punched in the jaw, well, they don't really know how to react and they get unhinged. I mean, think about the AFC championship game, even against the Chiefs. You know, when, th- when things kind of went south, they start throwing punches, right? I mean, it's that big brawl. It's like, where was that aggression when you really needed it? Um, it, it does speak to the attitude of a team that's embedded into that team. And I, I don't know how you change it. I think their best bet to win is just throwing it all over the place and relying on Josh Allen. And uh, they're, they're in the playoff picture, but it, the AFC is cluttered. They could easily miss the playoffs now when you look at their well, schedule so go through this so that that's going to be the next thing right that's how sean's gonna you know hey we beat tampa we're right you know we're fine you know it in the nfl is like that i mean you can erase this game um i'll disagree let me take that back i don't know if you can erase this game because of the way it <laughs> went down but yeah i don't think i don't think honestly, you forget you don't flush this 20 i don't want to hear 24 hour rule you can say that but you don't forget this I'm in 24 you. hours. I don't think so either. Knowing you have Tampa and then New England again, correct? That's right. So how do you, I mean, I don't know. I mean, what they're about to see next week is insane. They're so banged up trying to stop the run. Guess what? You don't have to next week. They just throw the ball every play anyway. Leonard Fournette now they may really good. Well, they use Fournette and they, they'll use him plenty. They may just say the heck with this. Might be a four net game. I mean, they might just. It could be. Why wouldn't you? I could see? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you at least try? That's just not their how. I know. I know. I'm just like I'm really. I'm angry. I'm just. I'm angry because I. I really. I. I really misread. I thought I was just going to see a much much better team tonight than I saw. And I do. I think McDermott's at fault. I think Josh Allen has to take a little blame on that lat, you know. And I don't think Josh Allen's the issue. I, I do believe in him as their quarterback, so I don't want to. I don't want to get that crazy. But those are the moments you got. You know. Yeah. I so think wait, that he's covered up some now? warts they, too. Yeah, that could. That's a good way. That, and that it, could be. True. And those warts are going to be exposed, not just down the stretch this season, but into next season into 2023 when you can't really just spend like they've been spending. I mean, they've been a little frivolous because they've been able to be frivolous with a quarterback on a rookie deal. You you can't swing and miss on the, what the Vernon Butlers of the world and, and spend like they've spent. Well, um, you've got to hit on your draft picks. I thought the right tackle struggled tonight, Brown. I notice him giving up a lot of pressures. He's he's a big I, I don't think he's a bad player. I, I, I've kind of been impressed. I mean, he's nasty dude. He gets after it. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. all over the place, but you know, his pass blocking's gotta get better. Um and Dion hasn't had his best year at left tackle either. The inside, I don't notice those guys as being difference makers, guards and tack center. I just think like they're just guys. So the O line is not. I don't think it's horrible. I just don't think it's a difference maker for them. I'm just, I'm kind of trying to think like, where is this team going to go? What, like what happens if they don't make the playoffs? I know. 
So their next because two you weeks, can't just they, go out and start spending guys to fix problems. You, no, you don't no, have that luxury be, anymore. No, this is their team, right? This is their window. We've talked about this. But as soon as you lock up Josh, you've officially you're on the you've been, last year you officially went on the window clock. And and hey, you made it to the AFC Championship. You lock up the quarterback, and year two after you make the AFC Championship, you don't make the playoffs. That as a possibility. You need to have some answers. You have to think, okay, like what, what is, what works, what's sustainable, what's going to stick long-term. I, I think the Josh Allen debate isn't, I mean, mm-hmm. we, we can nitpick and there's problems and he's got to rise above, but he's the starting quarterback. They've, he's, they've got their I don't think he's, I agree. I don't think he's the issue. Stefan Diggs is going to be interesting though, Jim. I mean, he's going to want more money at some point and that, some he's point so could be good. this offseason. Now, he's so good. It's good as probably he is. Just give him what he wants. Oh, I, he should have caught that one touch. I mean, that was a hell of a throw. Wasn't the easiest catch considering the conditions and tracking the ball. I'm sure it was hard in that wind, but that that was a that was a perfectly thrown ball for a touchdown that he dropped. So, I mean, we can place some blame on guys, you know, other than just the defense and Josh. I mean, Diggs should have caught that ball. I know. I know. I'm just trying to go through it right now. It's funny to you do know, a game I, after the, yeah. I feel your anger, Jim, because it's like, you know, I, well, a long time ago, I, I really, you know, I was, I was a fan growing up of, of the Packers, believe it or not, here in Western New York. Same, as, as and I was too. About. We talked, yeah. But, you I know, you lose too. that fandom. I, I lost it right. a long time ago. Right. Root for the story, not the team, all that stuff. But I, I do feel for, you know, friends and family, everybody, I feel for the region here in Western New York, and you've lived here now for quite some time. Oh, it's... I mean, you were, you were entrusted as somebody to bring these people joy for, what, five years? We, so Willie, Willie and I used to take so much kind of pride in, like, thinking, can you imagine seeing this city, you know, just like it was last year, really. You know, unfortunately, it was during the craziness, but with the pandemic, but to just see this city alive, with the team competing for the AFC championship and Super Bowl every year. And that's, that's what fans deserve. And this isn't, this isn't good. This is a step back. I don't know. It's going to, this, and this is going to be fascinating. The rest of the way, what their schedule goes, Tampa, New England. Um, so they're, what are they right now? Seven and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll pull it up here. Should it be, it should be at the tip of my tongue, but. I'm hand Mike Lindsley. <laughs> He just put on Twitter, Josh Allen was awful tonight. <laughs> I, do like I, I do his pod. I do his pod. He, he listens good. to our podcast regularly. He's a great guy. Yeah. I like Mike a lot. I, should... I, I really respect his opinion. I, I'm going to have to text him and see what he's He said he's awful tonight. I don't know about awful. But... We should bring Mike on to talk about it because he'll listen to this you know first what? thing. Yeah, we, I, we get Mike on there. Um, also, I haven't told you this privately, but he invited us to a St. Bonaventure basketball game. I, so when I did his pod the other day, he, he said something to me. I said, I'll, I'm taking you up on that. I would love to go see them play. I, so we're, we're, them. we're answering Mike publicly on the podcast. I, yeah. I, I had told him I'd get back to him. I, I just got to check with the kids. You, you know, as you know, two years old, five months old. Tyler. Lot, a lot of Grinch Mike's in this in household same, lately. A lot of Grinch. Mike, Mike's in the same situation. Trust me. We talked about it. it it's hard to do. He wanted That's to go right. to that Charleston <laughs> basketball tournament to see the Bonnies. And he's like can't happen 
I said, I get it. It's hard to do anything. Well, I tell you what, Mike hustles his ass off. He does a great job. Everybody follow. Great Mike job. Lizzie. So that would be fun. To, I, yeah, he does. I would love to hear his opinion. I'll, yeah, we gotta get him on about this game. This one is. I appreciate that. I appreciate the bold take. You know what? I'm taking a different opinion on that. I like him putting putting that out there. All right, I had the schedule right now at Tampa. Let's home say, against well, Carolina. That... Carolina's kind of falling apart. Oh, they go Tampa, Carolina. Okay. Yes. Then it's at New England. And then you have Atlanta and the Jets both at home. So, so the Atlanta won't be, none of those games are going to be easy. None of them. I don't think there's an easy win in that bunch. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. The Jets? Carol, that, let's just see where that game, that's, that's the last game of the year. That's, it could, could, could be, be ripe with Super Bowl implications, really. You're only you gotta remember you're dealing with a first year head coach that they're gonna they're you know, they're always gonna be I don't know, the NFL's crazy. I don't necessarily yeah. just throw away teams. Carolina's defense is real. I mean, you're gonna they are gonna get that defense is nasty, like nasty. They don't I don't know what they're doing because they fired Joe Brady, the offense coordinator, the whole Cam Newton thing. I've been I told everybody that was embarrassing. That was the worst that the front office, the head coach, they all need to be held accountable for that. Just play PJ Walker and see what you got. And he's not good enough either, but I thought I thought it was like a joke almost when out of that first cam game, you know, they when they beat Arizona and he had a couple touchdowns or whatever. Couple I, I just assumed him. I had PJ Walker's the starter. Like this will be Cam Newton's role. He'll just be like a gimmicky, yeah. you know, sideshow. And then they just started him. I don't know how that gets done. I don't, and maybe that was the thing we don't know. Did, did Joe Brady push that? I don't know. But anyway, you wonder, I don't see any fired easy... at this time. It's strange. Strange, very strange. Um, he'll be the OC for one of these ridiculous college things that are going on. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? I, I just don't see an easy win coming here. Tampa, Tampa. You're saying it's Tampa, Carolina, New England. You got to get two of those. Yeah. What do you have I mean, to Tampa, get? What do the Bills have to? What do the Bills have to get to? Ten. They got to get three out of these last five. Five. You got Atlanta and the Jets. If you're counting those two, I don't think the Atlanta game is going to be easy at all. At all. I don't. Why? I don't think the Bills are playing well enough to have easy wins. Yeah, that's a great point. They're not playing well. That Atlanta team fights, man. They they just they just went toe to toe. They gave Tampa everything they could want. I mean, they really did. They don't. They're not. That, that team isn't. I, I've just watched them enough this year. They they they're they're not. I'm not saying they're a good team. They're horrible on defense. Mm-hmm. But the Bills' offense hasn't shown like they can expose anybody right now. Remember last year how it was just like 30 points was like a given. It felt like that. Because they were rolling, right? Like they had. I really do believe in momentum. I, when when things are going good, it just kind of rolls one play to the next, one drive to the next, one game to the next, and nobody had an answer. And Josh Allen's kind of backyard football in it. The defense is forcing some turnovers, and I, I think that people look at the numbers from 2020 and they put them up there with 2021, and they say, "Oh, they're so similar for." this offense no it's not similar because they're not running similar. those numbers up against shit teams right i mean not if similar. they had games this season when they're blowing teams out but when they actually play a good football team 
when somebody actually says this is a real game, you know, let's go 12 rounds. I, the Bills struggle. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I can't think of much. They, they have some, I mean, and the, you know, they know it too. I mean, they're, and, and the NFL is crazy enough that yes, can you go to Tampa and win this week? Sure. Sure you can. That's the NFL, they but right. they right. could. I mean, that's the NFL. I, I'm, I'm the biggest. Yes. Can they win this week? Sure. Short week, go to Tampa, get away from the, the, the weather, get away from the heartbreak of what, you just let down not I won't say you let down the city, but you did. Um I think think about those fans that were out there all day in that weather to watch that, no. you know, to to see that. That's that's amazing. I I'm I can I am. I'm not just talking about my anger because it, it was a bad bet by me. It's just I'm angry thinking like I'm putting myself in Bean's position in the front office and you have those meetings not right you go in tonight it's being the pagulas and mcdermott small circle right and it's 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 embarrassing that's an embarrassing one for sean i'm serious i really do think that's one where sean's gonna have to almost like we used to say it's like going to the principal's office um how do you answer to, to, to like they didn't throw the ball sean they didn't throw the football and we lost. What is your most memorable post-game small um, circle shindig with Terry Pagula from your run I, with the Bills? The, the one that really stands out was Baltimore. I think it was the it might have been the first game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And we look like dog shit on offense. 2016. Year two with Rex, right? Yes. And it was, um, what the hell was that on offense type game? Um, and it was, Terry was pissed. Um, he was, Terry was pissed. And I just remember, like, this is the first time that, that I was in a, a meeting with an owner where I'm like, I was witnessing how a firing is about to happen. Like I knew Greg Roman was done that game. Um, Cause Rex, Rex wanted Roman out anyway. Rex had, you know, yeah, Rex, he didn't hire I don't him. think, yeah, he didn't really want Roman. That was a deal. That was like a nice little, Hey, we'll hire you as head coach. Terry liked Roman. Hey, can you have Terry wanted Roman was, was pissed at Roman. Um, and, and, and the, and its defense was still like, there was so, if you remember those years, the, the defense always was a mess. Right like confusion and we've talked, Preston Brown talked to you about it and right and it was like that was the first time and I'm like this is the, I'm like wow this is how it works like I, I I knew things weren't right I was like so that that meeting I'll never forget actually I remember we went to um we ended up going to 716 upstairs Did you really oh, that that room up above yeah we used to go up there you know because and then we we went up there that night a little bit and and uh Wait, was it seven one six? Was that a? Or did we hide at a? I'm trying to remember, but anyway, I think it was seven one six. But anyway, I just remember this is this is how it goes down. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be. We're going to have a firing this year. It was an ugly game. I mean, thirteen seven Ravens. Um, you guys, Tyrod Taylor, fifteen to twenty two for one one hundred and one yards. 
it was it was we had too much talent to look that bad yeah yeah that's how it was felt that's how we talked that's how terry felt that's how we felt and and honestly that's probably how this is where the front office and head coach have to this is where it gets dicey nights like tonight where bean bean is probably like no we have good enough players like you know our our guys are good enough and sean might be like um I don't know. Like, I don't like these offensive linemen. We can't run the ball because of them. I this. I'm just. I'm throwing it out there. Like, that's how it goes. No, that's how. I mean, that. It all. It, as a reporter, it always fascinates me. <laughs> you know. You know, a, a team. Like, a team kind of in the middle. That's always like the like the Vikings. Well, that made it right. a bad example because they really should blow it up. But if you're seven and nine, eight and eight, like and nine and seven and sneaking in yeah. here into the play. Like that's not a, that's not a fun team to cover. Usually one extreme or the other can be yeah. fun to cover, but, uh, but anyways, like just yeah. on the beat, when things start to go South, you can kind of sense it. Like people are looking for the life rafts and the lifeboats and, and looking out for themselves. And that's been the case mm-hmm. in Buffalo, you know, throughout the 17 year playoff drought. Right. And I mean, you well, lived it. I mean, you, you saw I that lived world. It. I saw Marone, Marone told Terry Pagula, it's either get rid of us or I'm out. And Terry liked Whaley and had just met Whaley and had heard good things about Doug Whaley from Bill Cower. And Terry, you know, was a Steeler, you know, liked the whole Steeler foundation. And, and that was my, you know, so that was, a, that was the first time I was like, wow, man, that was just a, I don't know if people know that. Oh yeah, that's, that's how it went down. Was, oh, there's no doubt. Marone had that clause in his contract that he knew he could walk away and get paid. So his thing was, hey, I'll stay. I want to coach this team, but I don't like the. I don't want Whaley. Man, this right away was it right away? How soon into that? Oh, I can remember. I can remember at the Christmas party, seeing it was it was uncomfortable. Like. It was like Marone was talking to Terry a lot. And I remember thinking, this is awkward right now. Because things had already gotten bad with us and Marone at that point. Um, and the Christmas I knew party before he left. Before he left. Because he right left, before. I think, it was like that New Year's. New Year's Eve, like New yeah. Year's Day. Yeah. I can remember living in Green Bay. I was New Year's Eve, with, that's right. With the ex at the time. I was like, you all know where you were when Doug Marone quit. Yeah, our whole New we it was insane. It really was, but it was basically, yeah, I, I'm you guys, I don't want those guys. And Terry liked, he liked Doug. He liked, you know, he wanted to give us a chance because he believed, you know, yeah. Oh yeah. Because Marone has kind of tried to cloud it in this like mystery. Like he hasn't just come out and talked about it oh. to my knowledge. Yeah. I, you know, I never got a chance to talk to him either, which disappointed me because I mean we had a history with the Saints and um but no, he was he was, what was fed his up problem, with, you think? I think it was just the way the communication, I think he felt um I think he felt like he wanted more, maybe more involved in the in the personnel issues. Or personnel, not issues, personnel moves, transactions, and and maybe I, I think he just wanted more say. And I think the way it was set up was Doug was running all the all the personnel, Marone was coaching, and and Doug had fun. I'm pretty Doug pretty much had I don't know that that's tricky, but 
Doug had pretty much final say then, where when Sean got the job, Sean got final say. Um, Marone didn't that's when really you know, have final say. All right, we lo- when you lose final say. Oh, yeah, I knew that right when Doug told me when we hired him. Like, hey, I'm giving up control. I looked at Doug, I was like, <laughs> we're out. But but yeah, that that was that was um that's how it, this is how it happens though. And I don't I'm just I don't know if that's I don't know about Bean and Sean. Obviously, they have a, hit, a long history of working together. But this is how the tension starts. Is Dable is Dable is he going to try to you know is he going to be a hot name for interviews now? And this is all the stuff that happens like this time of year. Like yeah, the music's playing, and you've you got to find your chair. It. You know. I, Yes, everybody starts. That's a great way to say it. I've seen it. Everybody starts politicking. It wasn't the offense's fault. It wasn't the defense's fault. Our draft picks are good. No, they aren't good. It's it. It goes down that way. It goes down that way. I always thought, like, just obviously we're buddies now at this point and yeah. doing oh, yeah. podcasts. But long before we knew each other on this level at all, like we didn't we didn't know each other when I was covering the team. No, we didn't, no. in twenty fifteen. I, I really thought the talent was there. I, I thought this was a roster just like loaded with talent and that Rex was screwing I, it up. You know, I talked to those defensive players. Screwed yeah. up is a little hard. It, it's a little hard. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was a competitive I, team, yeah. but it was a defense that had talent and you could just tell in those conversations with those players, they did not want this complicated system. They just wanted to play. And if I'm like in the front office and I'm finding these players and I'm, drafting them and signing them to just play football. I want them to just play football. I don't want them to think too much out there. I, mean, I felt for you. I felt for you and Doug there in 2015 the, the, anyways. We, I, the best way I can sum it up is I always felt like we, we did a nice job of drafting and signing talent. I don't think we did a good job of putting a great team together. And I do think we were a little handcuffed on the circus we had of new coach, every two years, new system. I mean, we go from four, three gym shorts to, I still don't even know what defense we ran with Rex, but you know what I'm saying? Those things that doesn't happen. Like the good teams, the saints run the same defense for the last 15 years. You know, the, the, the Patriots are running the same person. You know what I mean? That's how you draft. That's how you consistently draft and sign the right guys. When you stay with the same sit and you start switching coaches in and out, Greg Roman doesn't want Tyrod, wants Matt Catholic, blah, blah, blah it was like one thing after the next, your head explodes. Like it's maddening. It is. And that's why it'll be interesting to see if, okay, go worst case scenario. Bills don't make the playoffs. Is there a scapegoat? Is there a firing? I I don't, I don't know. Sean does that. Sean felt like he was a scapegoat in Philly when Andy Reid fired him. That's a great question. Would he make some, I mean, we saw the first, if you want to call it that the first semi scapegoat is a, uh, a go long co podcast host, Isaiah McKenzie. God. I mean, he, he has the fumble at the end of the first half against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, Joe DiBiase at WGR had the statistic. I don't have it right in front of me. I think it was like 133 touches since his <laughs> Without last fumble. fumble before. Like he's gone like, okay, he's misjudged the ball. There was that one case of that. I think he muffed one and recovered it. But other than that, he's right up there with the best returners in the game. But he has that one mistake, benched, done. His career with Buffalo, there's a good chance it's over. And 
you would think. You have uh, some more shows at the Isaiah McKenzie shows. <laughs> Hopefully we can deliver those for you and go along. But that seemed to be the first, um, you know, in this game of the blame game, the scapegoat game. Okay, you know, you just get thumped by the Colts and they just kind of made him out to be the publicly that this was the issue. We got, we got to get rid of these turnovers. Isaiah McKenzie's benched. All right, what's next? And there, there's always a what's next when things go south with a team, isn't it? That's what they're going through. It, it's And that's why I keep saying I've been there. I know that, that you're going through every guy. Whose fault is it? it? It's, this is, I'm just, you know, I know Sean will be the, the lone voice in the media this week, and you're going to hear the same stuff like you said, right? Hey, the damn media. I need, right. But you know, Sean will say it. I, I need to do a better job. Those players need to do a better job. The assistant coaches need to do a better job. I mean, I get it. He'll say all that. Andy Reid used to do all that too. Um, but inside, it's not like that. Like th- th- you have to be answerable to Terry. Um, as far as what happened, like how does that, how do we fix this? And they have. Tampa and this schedule, this next, oh man, these next three games are going to be, I don't think Carolina is going to be an easy game for them. Mm. I don't. That defense, whenever you go against, when I tell you they have one of, the Carolina has a legit NFL playoff defense. That means they're in every game, right? Because those guys play hard as hell. So you, you want to talk about physical? Wait till you see Carolina's defense. We're going to see how tough Buffalo is. I didn't really realize that about Carolina. Oh, oh, they're nasty. Off the edge, Shaq Thompson will blow you up. They're secondary, physical, size, ball skills. Their defense is that good. That's why they're Matt Rule's pissed off at Joe Brady probably or whatever happened because they have that good – you know, just like when we were in, in when those years with Jim Schwartz and we had a playoff defense and couldn't get there, you know. So right. – I'm just telling you, you're going to see it in two weeks. They are nasty. They're one of my favorite defenses I watch every week on tape. Hassan Reddick is an animal and burns off the edge. Like, I was shocked that he didn't get more love in free agency. Hassan Reddick. Shocked. Steal. Yeah. Steal. There, there's no gimmies. I mean, you're right. The way they're playing. That's all right I'm now, saying. Yep. There's no gimmies. Yep. And not these next three games for sure. Because you don't want to lose all three of these, right? Because then what? I mean, you are you might lose. You're, if you lose all three, the good thing is you're playing two NFC teams. So tiebreaker wise, if you you know you're starting to get into those scenarios where the NFC losses won't crush you, um, if you're in tiebreakers. What's your solution? Is there a solution? Like, what would you do if if you are Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, and you're trying to? Uh... They need to find a way to – this thing needs to get opened up on offense. You know, tonight might have been not been the night to do it. Um, but what made them so special last year was just every – it felt like every drive was going to – there was a big play coming somewhere, somehow. And they, they need to scheme up. And you can scheme those plays up where, hey, we're taking a shot. You know, we're, you scheme your first 10 plays, you can, you can scheme those up. Let's get some shots down the field. Hey, everybody wants to run the ball. Screw it. Accept who you are right now and, and use your quarterback that you paid all the money to. You have one of the best receivers in the NFL. Put it on them. That's who's getting paid. I agree. 
I totally agree. You just have to lean into what you lean are. into your. What are you going to yes. do? Go out and draft an entirely different team of ass kickers? No, you can't do that. No, you're not. You're not. And they and they, you're not. You're not. This is what you got. This is what you got. You have to. And Tampa's secondary sucks. Tampa's secondary. Let me take that That's back. True. They don't suck, but they're not. They're not they the strength of that team. They struggle. They've been banged yeah. up. You know, they haven't been good. Banged so, up yeah, injuries they're, they're... for sure. Yeah. So you can expose that secondary and you're not going to run the ball against Tampa. We've seen how many teams Dallas didn't even, we've seen te- Dallas didn't even try to do it. The Colts didn't try to do it. Jonathan Taylor. The Colts they, couldn't do it. Geez. The Colts couldn't do it. They, they got embarrassed. For how many plays in a row? Like 24, 25. They couldn't do it. Frank Reich said it. It's not, you think about that. So, so it could this be game, it's this just game a total is, shootout, right? It could be. Could be a total shootout. No doubt. Well, if you're not I'm a Bills like fan and you made it to this point, we thank you. I mean, I think there was some good, there was some good stuff right there. I mean, we got yeah. some good. I know we didn't ever talk about that Marone thing. I don't think Too people much. really know. You know, I don't think they know that it. I mean, Marone is hasn't really. I mean, he just quits and then doesn't really give a reason why. But it was just a yeah. a personality disagreement or a. Uh, Power struggle. Power struggle. He had the out. He had that out so he could make a power move and not, you know, it was, I mean, his, that deal, the deal he struck was insanely good, smart by him. That clause really shouldn't be in that deal. Like that shouldn't happen. Bingo. But it was, he quit. They were desperate to get him. They were desperate to get him. I mean, it was a, well, I, I should get Whaley on and talk about those stories too. Where it Gotta was like, do that. I could have helped you out. Yeah. I covered him at Syracuse and it was uh, quite I know, some time. Yeah. It wasn't. They really, it was a, no, Marone, he didn't just jump it. You know, they wanted him, but he didn't just jump. He wanted certain things. And, and I think that was a big part of it, that part of the contract. Like, yeah, he had a nice uh, agent working for him, right? That's quite Jimmy Sexton. Yeah. Sexton. Saban, Bill O'Brien, that's why they're all together down in Alabama now. That's how it works. Rex has the same agent. It's remarkable how that hype machine can get built. And, you know, it just I always wonder, how does it start and how does it build? Like it, At some point, Doug Marone was hailed as, as a genius. And look, Jacksonville I, getting to the ASC championship game, that was impressive. I'll give... That that was wild. Outside of that, before, what does he accomplish? Doug Marone's a good football coach. I I've, I believe that. Um, as a head coach, you know, I don't know. The players weren't necessarily just feeling. You know, what I mean that you want to. I'm Sammy. I'm. I know Sammy said some stuff before about. I, he's like he didn't even say me talk to me by my first name. Wouldn't even talk to me. Like. There was strange things that Marone would do that didn't make players want to, you know, over the go crazy and play for that guy. I forgot about that. Yeah, year one of Rex, guys in droves could not wait to say how liberated they felt with Rex, like to be themselves. Yeah. And it, and it was for us too. We it was fun for us too. We enjoyed. Yeah. We enjoyed. Rex was fun because Rex. He wanted to take chance. He he was cool when we wanted to sign Logan Thomas, and he wanted to play the draft picks. I mean, he was into the young guys, and that was awesome for us. We had a great time. I mean, we really thought we were heading in the right direction, but 
it was just the chaos on defense. And, and then it just got, you know, just got to that point where you start, who's, who's to blame. And Bill's fans listen to this are thinking, Oh my God, I hope that this doesn't go back to that chaos at some point. And it might not. And, and I don't, you know, I don't think it will. I really don't. I don't think it will. I'm just saying this is how it starts. This is how I've seen it happen. But these next, these next couple games are going to, so can you imagine? Oh man, we keep. I gotta stop talking. I'm just. Keep can going. you imagine losing? Can you imagine losing to Tampa and Carolina? Then you go to New England for your your season's on the line at that point. They're gonna have to reopen Tempo downtown Buffalo and you know have those meetings there. Get some ribeyes going. Maybe Terry will hire me back if he fires everybody. Hey, you know what? That sounds like a pretty good solution to me. I'd lose a podcast co-host, but. You know? I don't actually, I don't, I don't even think I'm any part of it, but that would never happen anyway. But. Well, GM Jim Motis. Anyway. Okay. So your GM, who are you bringing in as your head coach? Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. Hell yeah. Not Jim Trestle. Trestle turned us down. He's too honorable. I would, I'd call maybe, him again. Maybe the second time around he wouldn't. If I could call him again and say, hey, coach, you can be the head guy. We're going to get Lane as the offense coordinator and Schwartz as the defensive coordinator, and let's roll. You still believe in Lane Kiffin. He is a brilliant offensive mind, capable of putting up 30, 40 points a game in the NFL. I need to know. I would just need to know what he, who he'd hire as the D.C. I like it. And I'd be, I'd be good with it. I like it. I love his well, whole attitude. Outside the box, innovative. I've seen what he's done with bum players in college. He's gotten them drafted all over the place. I have you a lot. Of, I you love can't judge his Raiders career at all. Don't even throw that out. That was a nightmare, and and he was not. He did not want Russell. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you want to take over the Bills, maybe, maybe you you don't draft the J- Jamarcus Russell then. After that, Kiffin hunt. No, I mean, they don't have – the thing is you have the quarterback in place. You have the quarterback. Yeah. No, Dable, come on. We got – it's going to be fun to see. This – I'm just – this next couple of weeks now, or this Tampa game is going to be – It's a big one. I mean, it's – It's a huge. Because you lose this one, now it's okay. You're seven and six. Wow. You could win it and be – Injected when it, with this newfound confidence. Think about that. Seven and six, end of the world. It's gonna. It's not gonna. Be, but you know what I mean. It's gonna be like, my God, they're not gonna make the playoffs. Or you win it, and you're a favorite to. You, we can win the Super Bowl again. That's that's how it's gonna go. The what what the Bills do have going in their favor is what's going on elsewhere in the conference. Like the Ravens did not look good against the Pittsburgh I'm, Steelers. Hey, bad. That bad. They can't play like that and win. Yeah, they're bad on defense. I mean, they're, 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 they've lost so many players. Too so many point. players. I don't know how they're going to do it in the second year, but Lamar is ridiculously bad right now. New England like obviously last two looks... games. But there, there, are, guess, there isn't a clear-cut contender. I don't, like... I, still, I don't know what I saw tonight. I don't even know how to judge New England. I still, I was really excited to see Mac Jones go against McDermott, and I didn't get to see it, so... Well, I think the Cleveland Browns are still hovering there at six and six with Wyatt Teller. Don't, don't count them out either. I'm telling you, don't count them I'm out. I'm not. I like I like the timing of their bye. Baker Mayfield gets healthier. If he, he gets he's gotta play bad. better. 
but but they, they are like high. New England. They're gonna run. Tyler, they've 100% got. Agree with you. They've got special players on defense, and Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward. Hundred percent. I'm with you. I'm with you. I the Browns, I would not count out. And the and the Bengals, what? Uh, they, they, if they Joe were dealing with his pinky now. Now that'll be interesting. But man, did he play? That was perfect. Oh, he was fantastic. He, the old school uh, yeah. quarterback. He did perfect timing. Gets hurt. Jamar Chase screwed them on that drop touchdown. And then uh, Mixon had that crazy fumble out of nowhere. Oh. What do you think? Should we sign off? It's Mix- almost 1 a.m. Sorry, sorry, man. I, I'm, I was too excited. I could go on for hours. I think everybody just wants to hear Marone stories, you know. Maybe Let's we just get, we'll kinda... get back into that after the season. I got we have more. We can always talk. Can we bring him. Doug on and talk about like are there any epic fights that he had with Doug Marone that we can kind of read? Well, we had the epic we had the epic one. We could get Doug on and talk about that. When I got mm. blamed in the media for it, you Google it, it still comes up. What was that? We'll talk about it. Oh, we How... you, it's on it's yeah. I got set up. Ooh. Mm-hmm. A little teaser. Do Doug Marone Jim do Marone Jim Bonus. It comes right, right. up still. And it wasn't Sweet. us. It was Marone Oh, that's Railroad. right. Yeah. Buffalo tension boils over in shouting match for Marone. The shouting match was Marone yelling at Whaley and Russ Brand. Huh. Okay. And everybody heard it. I wasn't even involved in it. I wasn't even near it. And they just somehow they just I know how it works. I know who did it. They leaked it to the media that it was me to take the pressure off, blah, blah, blah. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice how that mm-hmm. works, Jim? Mm-hmm. Did you did you I, like, I learned that too? Did you fall on a sword? Like, is there yes, an I actual act of falling on the sword? Yeah. That one, I was like, that's fine. We didn't argue. It wasn't even there. I literally wasn't there. It's, it's great being self-employed and just kind of running your own company. Don't I mean, earlier today, Edmund had mud on his paws, you know, and we had to clean those <laughs> off. But, uh, you know, he went right back to work. It was fine. <laughs> That was funny. You put it on Twitter. He wanted no part of that weather. Today. He wanted nothing. Oh, it was brutal out here. All right. We're staggering right, to the enough. finish I'm line sorry. here. That's enough. Sorry. We'll, uh, we'll dust off that story though. For, uh, we can't do these pod. pods after I lost a bet. That's what happens. I get angry. I like it. Well, no, this is the perfect time to do these podcasts when you're all worked it up. It might be stuff might be and plenty of Hamburg beer in me right now. Too. Yes. Yes, we're brought to you by Hamburg Brewing Company, and we will be back there. We're going there this week for our next podcast. Tyler, Let's can make we it please happen. go there? Yes. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate it.